Good morning, good morning, beautiful people. Or good day, good day. <laughs> Happy October 17th. Saturday, Saturday, October 17th. Bobby the Awesome here, coming to you from Kansas City today. I apologize again for my 1016 show being a little bit broken up with my, my thinking. That was a little bit tough. I just did not allow myself enough time in the day, so shame on me for not preparing better. I do apologize. I'm going to try to get myself out of that, <laughs> that routine now and uh, get to today's show before uh, life gets any more crazy. So here we go. Bernard Bailey says, when they discover the center of the universe, a lot of people will be disappointed <laughs> to discover they are not it. Things happen every day that can make us angry. If we let all the anger pile up, we'll be carrying around a load of so heavy, our sobriety abstinence might collapse under the strain. But it's surprisingly simple to lighten that load. One way is to express our anger openly and honestly when it's appropriate. Another is to remember we aren't the center of the universe. When we humbly accept that we share the world with everyone else equally, we can choose to respond with understanding instead of anger. When another car cuts us off in traffic, it helps us to remember that the roads are there for everyone not just us. It helps to remember that the actions of others are not necessarily aimed at us personally, however thoughtless and hurtful those actions might be. Others don't sit around and plot ways to make us angry. <laughs> now, by humbly accepting our rightful place in the world, no better or worse than anyone else's, we can work to simplify our life, reduce our anger, and make room for a growing serenity and continual spiritual growth. Today, let me reduce my anger and grow in serenity. When you're in the 12-step culture, or at least my experience in the 12-step culture, one of the things that people say a lot is that, you know, we're exactly where we're supposed to be, or I didn't want to come to this meeting, but I needed to hear whatever the message was. And that's exactly how I feel about this message this morning. When I first read the quote about we discover that the center of the universe for a lot of people, isn't themselves. I just said yesterday about, not to you guys in another conversation, but I always go back to this when it comes to transparency. Like people aren't thinking about us. If we want to, if we tell people that we're gamblers, and I'm talking about if it was an acquaintance or work or whatever. Now, maybe if it hits closer to home, that's a different situation. But most of the time, people aren't going home going and thinking about, oh, well, Bobby's a gambler. You know, like they don't put their mental energy into that. They got their own mental energy and things to do. The other reason this is um, I'm kind of chuckling because I woke up to a text this morning. Gosh, and it would have been so easy to get to anger. And maybe anger was trying to show itself or maybe it was frustration. Something was happening this morning. So I actually just didn't respond to the text right away and stewed on it. And here's here's what happened. When I went to Denver, my aunt was not feeling well. And she attributes it to the stress of COVID because I was traveling and exposed to people. And I can respect that. And I had said, you know, well, if you weren't comfortable, I, you know, I wish you told me to not come. And 
but I respected her honesty and her telling me about the way she felt. So, <laughs> so we're on the phone the other day before I'm leaving. And I said something about coming for Christmas. She's like, okay, I'll put your name in the hat for Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. Like there's Christmas traditions out there. <laughs> this morning's text was don't, you know, basically don't a polite way of saying, don't buy a ticket for Christmas. Let's see how COVID plays out. I hope this text doesn't offend you. Uh, so what do you think my first reaction wanted to be? Well, maybe you don't know. It, it was like, there was two schools of thought. There was the one like, kudos, you know, good. I'd rather you tell me that you don't want me there instead of looking me in the face and telling me that I'm making your body sick and your mind sick because you're so worried about my actions and my exposure. But the anger part that wanted to sneak in, and here's why the anger wanted to sneak in. Because I feel like, and I'm trying to not take it personally, but I'll explain to you why I think I could take it personally and then why I don't think it's a good idea to take it personally. So granted, I was exposed to a lot of people along the way from my trip by the time I got to Denver. And I could understand the nervousness based on numbers. Okay. But here's what's happening in their environment. My uncle is back playing pickleball. So he's exposed to people. My cousin is back in school. She's a teacher. Her husband is out, never stopped working in the workforce. The girls are back in school. So if they're exposed to people who are exposed to people who are exposed to people who are exposed to people, you see what I'm saying here? It kind of makes me feel like a leper. That's the word that just kept coming to my head for this whole freaking visit. And as I tried to process this when I was talking to my counselor about it yesterday, and then how I still feel about it waking up to this text, because I'm, I'm telling myself, what would I say? You know, like, don't take this text personal. Well, it is personal. You think that the chances of you getting COVID are higher because of my lifestyle. However, you're exposed when you go to a restaurant or to a softball game or to all these other places that you're living your life that are evidently more important to you to follow through on than to have me. Now that's fine, but I could see how I could take that personal. So I am gonna work through this and practicing what I preach. I'm gonna let it go. Like, I'm just gonna let it go. And you know what I'm actually probably gonna do? And this is, all right. So I actually was giving somebody advice on this the other night. Well, not advice, talking about it. And the problem was that there's this couple and their anniversary is coming up, a milestone anniversary. And my friend that I was talking to wanted to take the wife away, had money set aside for the present and the trip and whatever. And the wife said, you know, oh yeah, I don't got time for that. However, she made time for another event and was going to take off for a week and go be with other people. I'm like sitting here like, I totally know how he feels. Like you feel like just not good. Like, why is it that strangers or friends and acquaintances or whatever? So in his situation, she picked her athletic group, you know, making it to champions or however it works over him. And in my scenario, I'm viewing it as my family's picking strangers over me. Like, it's okay that strangers are in their space. It's hard to not take that personal. And it's going to be hard to let it go. And what I told him to do was, I was like, well, if she 
wow, I'm having an aha moment right now. If she wants to do that, you should tell her how you're feeling. Cause I agree that we should, you know, say, express how we're feeling. But I told him, I said, well, if you like to travel and stuff, why don't you go take your own trip? And he kept saying, well, I don't want to be, what was the word? Like vengeful or whatever. Like he's still protecting her feelings about this, but also not putting himself first, in my opinion. Like if she gets to go on a trip, why don't you go on a trip? You deserve to go on a trip, especially because you're paying for her trips. This is how my brain works. So as I sit here, I'm like, was just about to tell you, I'll go somewhere else for Christmas. Like it's, it's not a big deal, but, and it's not vengeful to go somewhere else for Christmas. Obviously they're not going to be missing much because they don't want me there in the first place. You know, it's not really being shitty. It's just living my life the way I tell you guys to live your life. Now is, is that the way I want it to go down? Nope. I'd love to see the kids cause it's been a couple of years since I had a Christmas out there and I'm just gonna continue to be mindful of my family is not getting any younger. And yes, my uncle had a heart attack. So what if the last Christmas I had was the last Christmas I had with him, you know? So those are the things that I think about. But then again, if my aunt is thinking that I would be the cause of it being the last Christmas because I brought them COVID, then I don't want to live with that either. So talking through this right now is helping me guys because I don't want to be bitchy about it, you know? And I just wrote back, okay, I understand. Do I think it was appropriate to text me? Mm, Maybe, maybe not. You know what, though? It doesn't matter. The message and and the result needs to be the same, right? So I could split hairs. I could see the attitude thinking coming in and being very self-centered about this whole thing. Well, like, what's the problem? You know, like, I could see and hear all those voices in my head wanting to be like almost looking for a fight in the drama. And that's who needs a fight in drama. I love these people. Am I sad that they don't want me there because they're just afraid of me? And well, maybe they're afraid of everyone. And and that's see, I, <laughs> so one of my things is my sarcasm, right? So I want to get sarcastic or my old ways want to get sarcastic and be like, well, oh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you love those softball girls better than me. I mean, you got time for them and blah, blah, blah. So it's crazy. This is why I don't generally get involved in things that involve such different perspectives. I can respect their perspectives. I will just change my plans. I took my lumps when I was there. You know, I I really tried to as politely as possible, take my lumps when I was there and be to be looked in the face and told that you're making someone physically ill. Now, I know I can't physically make her ill, but she basically said I was responsible for her being sick for the time I was there and taking this medicine that made her sicker and whatever. So I could have handled that a couple different ways. I could have took it as like, I could carry that weight and hell, I can go fucking gamble about it. Right. I mean, plenty of freaking casinos, especially right where I'm at. So then I would be doing the same thing, right? Like, okay, well, because she's blaming me, I have an excuse to gamble. Do you see how this is working? And because she's not feeling well, she's blaming me for the flare up. Like what good is all of that? How about I respect her boundaries and her feelings and I live the best life I can doing whatever makes me happy. Like I do every freaking day. So if I can't make it back for Christmas in Denver, 
then I don't. I'll just find something else that makes me happy. It's not like that's the only thing that makes me happy. <sighs> it's just a funny, it's a funny, funny thing, guys. People are tough. And I'm talking to you. Of course, the reading today is about us not being the center of everybody's universe. Now, in this case, because of COVID and because of how my aunt is feeling, I'm not the center of her universe, but she's giving me second thought where normally there wouldn't be second thought. And it's because of what her values are and what's important to her. But otherwise, she wouldn't be sitting there, you know, not not wanting me. I wouldn't even be a thought between now and Thanksgiving when they pull the secret Santa names out of the hat. It's just, it's crazy. When we humbly accept that we share the world with everyone else equally, we can choose to respond with understanding and, instead of anger. So that's exactly what I needed to hear. And I'm, I'm happy that my text back was as simple as I understand. Because I do. I understand her perspective. I might not believe or choose to have that perspective, but I can understand why she feels the way she does. And as I talked through this, using the anniversary example, I can understand the hurt that he must be feeling that she's choosing, you know, this athletic club over him. Because it feels that way, even in my scenario, like it feels like they're picking strangers over me or acquaintances over me. And that's okay. It's not that at all. It's not a deliberate... And the reading talks about that. It's it's people aren't being deliberate, maybe a little thoughtless, you know, like they're not thinking of that whole perspective. Now, here's here's the difference, right? As gamblers, what are we going to do? If I was still in that frame of mind, I would argue the point and say to them what I'm saying to you. And by the way, I'm not defending one side or another trying to be right here. I'm just processing and looking at the whole picture so that I end up with the ability to let this go and to move on and to not, because this right here, this could be the beginning of a resentment, guys. Can you see how this would form or how it could go if I allowed it to? Well, they don't want me there. Well, fuck that. I'll never go back. Those voices, they're in the back of my head. They're much, much softer than they ever were before, but that's still how Bobby, Bobby's go-to after so many years is to get into asshole mode or bad addict mode. Like, okay, I can form a resentment. I can get pissy. I'm never going back there again. Screw it. Nope, I don't even need to talk to, you know, like it snowballs. What am I doing then? I would have consumed my whole day with it growing if I let those softer voices now win the battle. Instead, and this is part of why I'm grateful, like, all I can imagine some days is people going, why does Bobby thank us? Why does she say she's grateful for us listening or her being able to talk? And this is the exact reason why. Because if I was not sharing this with you, I would not be trying to look at it from both perspectives. I would not be processing it myself. Quite honestly, that text could have sent me back to like here I am in a place that is synonymous for me drinking alcohol and gambling. Like, okay, so if I let that resentment roll, this is how it works, guys. And this is why we have to do the work. And this is why we have to do the work every day. I could let that snowball. Like, that's what... So here's the deal. We we learn in one of my circles is the addiction is waiting for a pinhole to creep back in to get us back, right? Like, so you can almost picture the addiction as being this monster, like, lurking in the background, like, oh, 
Bobby's angry. Bobby's resentment or resentful. Bobby's just bitchy, whatever. Oh, I can get her to go back to the casino. We'll just ride these emotions because they're clouding her clear judgment. Instead, instead of it being the monster, and the monster could be anything. This is how I, I, I always go back to the negative and positive bucket, right? So if I was filling my bucket with the negativity, the anger, the resentment, all those things, it's then easy to be depleted of positivity and then go back because I don't want to deal with the negativity and go back to gambling and drinking, right? Like that's just how it would work. So by dulling those voices, I actually think I'm onto something really big here. The way I'm explaining this, I finally have been able to explain it. At least maybe it's clear to me as a way. I'm not going to give gambling an opportunity to sneak in because I'm not going to feel the emotions that I need to bury when I go gambling. I could be sassy, sarcastic, mean, have a shitty day about it because the shitty day moves me closer to the casino. So I'm not going to let it have impact me and have a shitty day. It's just not what I choose to do. I don't have enough time for that. I know that by not going, because again, I remind myself every day and I'm grateful for things like a swimming pool in a hotel or the sunrises and sunsets or the relationships or whatever, because I have all this gratefulness, gratitude for these things. I know I can't get those things in a casino room. I have these things by not being in that environment. So you see how this whole everyday mindset has to be worked on to keep ourselves strong because it would be so easy. I've been working on this every day, every day for four years. Well, almost four years, three and a half years. And I still, because it was the first 40 years before that, that have trained me to angry and have hurt feelings and have my panties in a bunch about it, whatever. It's my go-to. Why wouldn't it be? It's like any other habit. So by, by being here and talking to you, when I say thank you, you're helping me because I have to talk to you every day, which means I have to be aware. I have to process. I have to digest. I have to think through the beautiful thing that works for me. And I, I'm sure that many of you can relate to this, right? Let's pretend your bestie is going through a breakup and you knew all along as an outsider looking in, the guy was no good for her or the, the girl was no good for him or whoever whatever the situation is, you can see it. You could see that they didn't show up or she was always looking at her phone for the text or all those things. And then when they break up, you know, you can feel relief and you can tell her, you know, like, Hey, he didn't put you number one or she didn't put you number one. And you can see it as an outsider looking in without the emotional attachment. Now switch the script. You're the one going through the breakup. Could you tell yourself those same things you would tell your friend? It's harder, right? Or maybe you could tell yourself, but then doing it becomes even 10 times harder because doing it and knowing it are two different things. Like there's times I knew walking into the casino was not the right idea, but I did it anyway. Those are the choices. That's the self-awareness. That's the kind of stuff. So I have to talk to myself like I would talk to a friend. And then by telling you guys about it all is my way of going through the action and starting the action and holding myself accountable. And you guys all have a choice to do this too. You can do it with your significant other. You could do it with friends. You could do it in a Facebook forum. You could do whatever you need to do to hold yourself accountable and get through that piece of it. So that is, wow, that was perfect timing on that reading. And yes, guys, I'm going to put this topic to bed, or at least that's my intention is to put this topic to bed and 
we'll see where I end up for Christmas, right? Some of it will depend on if I get that RV I'm looking for or not, because it happens to be in Denver, so in my mind, I was going to, you know, go to Christmas and probably leave there in my RV, but I guess we'll see what happens. All right, beautiful people. Apologies again for being a little off our routine, but I will try to get ahead of you now for the rest of the trip, but I can't promise because I'm not perfect. All right, love you guys. 